1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio. It is the Midday Show. 215-592-9494. lot to do here on the show. About an hour from now, Champ Camp Check-In down in Clearwater, it's going to be an Andrew Painter day, his first start this spring training, 19 years old, trying to make the Phillies. We'll get to that and a whole bunch of stuff here on the Eagles, including the Jalen Hurts contract, should he take less. We'll get to the results and all your phone calls, 215-592-9494, but let's check in Elliot Parks with, you know, representing WIP out there in Indianapolis after Sirianni and Howie spoke
1: yesterday. Let's talk to Elliot here. What's up, Elliot? What's going on? How you guys doing?
0: Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing today? What up?
1: Doing good, doing good. I'm uh, you know, it's a late nights here in Indy. You know, everyone goes uh, out at night. All the coaches, everybody's out. So it was it was a late night, but I'm excited to talk about uh, the combine. With you guys. So
0: wait a minute, what happened at the late night? Did you did you did you glean any like juicy information that you know you was listening ear hustling last night? Anything? Yeah, anything I mean, uh, good? Now, I'm, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do. Maybe
1: picking up little things here or there. So maybe throughout the call, I have a you know a few things for you guys. So
0: so with that being said, I know at this point you've saw, you've seen. The CJ Gardner Johnson tweet. Oh, what do you, well, what do you he,
1: I was involved in it. He quoted. He
0: it was quoted Elliot's tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. So my my Twitter mentions were ablaze this morning. So so, <laughs> so, so what was your thought? What was your thought process yeah. when you heard all of that? Yeah. When you so, saw all of
1: that. Uh, my, my thoughts on it is, you know, first of all, we all know Gannon got outcoached in the Super Bowl. We all saw it, right? We don't need a tweet to realize that he was outcoached by Andy Reid. Chauncey Gardner Johnson is right, right? He he was outcoached. My my thing is though the video that he quote tweeted or the video of Gannon talking yesterday at the Super Bowl, he's taking blame. He's saying, I didn't do a good enough job. So, you know, if he would have came out yesterday and said, you know, the players weren't good enough, like whatever, right? Then uh, if you're it's okay, go out and defend your teammates, go out and defend your players. But Gannon was taking blame for it. So I always love when athletes are honest. I think it's hypocritical sometimes of us to get mad when players say how they feel, but then also get mad when they don't say anything interesting. So I am happy that Chauncey tweeted how he felt, but my advice to him would be it's probably not worth it. And it's really, in my opinion, not a good look to rip him when he wasn't ripping you. It was also probably an indication of maybe how this locker room felt about Gannon, because I don't think this is a new emotion. My guess is if he's tweeting it, it's probably something the players have talked about. It's probably something they feel and this is just how it's finally
0: coming out. Mm, but I, my, my, I guess my follow-up question would be: Well, how do you justify that when he put you in position all year to be successful? Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, so you know, to use Chauncey's logic, if the bad plays were Gannon's fault, does that mean the good plays? Were, I mean, you know, Chauncey made a, made himself a lot of money playing in Gannon's defense. Like they traded for him, they moved him to safety, they put him, in my opinion, positions to make those plays. And obviously, he's the player. He deserves credit for doing it. He's a very talented player. But you can't pick and choose when, you know, it can't always be the coordinator's fault when they're bad, but always the players when it's good. The reality is, it's a mixture. So I, I, I agree with you. I think it's, you know, not just not a good look for him to, uh, to, to tweet that.
2: Yeah, it almost reminds me of the old Brett Brown debate here in Philadelphia. He was only the coach when they lost. When they won games, yeah. he wasn't the coach those nights. Only well, when they <laughs> lost games. It's like
1: Doc Rivers now. Right, right? exactly. He, he, yeah, he only coaches the uh, losses, not the wins.
2: <laughs> the wins, he's not there. He took those nights off. Elliot Parks joining yeah. us from Indianapolis. All right, Elliot, yesterday we got to hear from Howie, from Nick Sirianni. Um, let's start with the coordinators. What was your, uh, first of all, your thought on, on the, the hires, specifically Sean Desai, and then yeah. how Sirianni uh, kind of described Sean Desai and, and what they thought they're getting in this guy?
1: So I think they're going to get someone that's going to run a similar scheme to what Gannon ran, right? Which I know fans don't want to hear. But ultimately, while it's a defensive coordinator, Nick is the head coach, right? And the things Nick values are not giving up big plays. And that's the result of why they play the way they do on defense, right? So I think that Sean Desai is going to come in, and there's going to be a lot of similarities to what to what Gannon did, right? And that's not a bad thing. The defense was really good last year. But I do think some of the differences could be, and why why I like the hire, is I think it was a tough job to hire for in in the way that they're expected to compete next year, but also you want to get somebody that, you know, is up and coming with new ideas. And I think he's a really good mixture of that. If you look at his background, he has a background in teaching, which is something that I think if you look at why Nick is successful, Nick is very good at correcting mistakes and teaching players how to correct their mistakes. I think that's something that Sean Desai will be really good at. I, I think his background will help him Uh, as a coach and it already has you look at the experience he has so I think it was a tough hire to make just because of the qualifications they needed but I think it was probably the best hire they could have made
0: don't you do you think that there's going to be you know uh, opportunity for him to kind of put his own little stamp on this defense I mean because you know I think it's great to be similar but at the same time I I think you know when you talk about the 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 heights and accolades that this defense reached last year that there's going to be some kind of you know you want to kind of put your own little stamp on this
1: well, I think his chance to put his stamps on it will be when they play great quarterbacks. Because if you look at the defense in general, they were awesome the when they played. You know, there's no reason to change what they did against the bad quarterbacks because they absolutely dominated them. Mm-hmm. So what's going what's gonna to separate Sean Desai and will really dictate, and I don't think it's fair that this is going to be the case, but when they play Mahomes next year, because mm-hmm. they're on the schedule, how's that defense going to play? When they play Dak, how, how's the defense going to play? So I think it's a really good job for him. If, if we're going to grade coordinators off their ability to shut down Mahomes, There's probably never going to be a coordinator that people are happy with. And then also the talent could end up being an issue on this defense. But, yeah, I think the wrinkles and really what you'll see is what does he do against the elite quarterbacks?
2: Yeah, and it sure would help uh, Jalen Hurts and the team uh, if they have a lot of good players around Hurts on this team. Elliot, what, what did you make of, of, of Howie yesterday? And I think it was your question to him uh, about how Jalen is smart, right, in, in terms of the contract yeah. and the players? Because, you know, we were talking about it this morning and debating whether or not Jalen should take less to help the team put more players around him. What did you think of what Howie said there? And did you read anything into that? That, that phrasing of, well, Jalen's smart.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think it's it's true. I think that Jalen knows that, you know, ultimately the team will be better and he will be better and his career will be more successful if they have talent around him. Now, he doesn't have to take less money to do that. I think when you talk about a team-friendly deal, you're not really talking about the amount of dollars he makes. Like, Jalen's going to get, you know, $45, 50000000 a year, and I'm certainly not going to count his money. But let's be real, there's not a huge difference between, like, Forty-seven and fifty million. When you're talking that type that type of cash, I mean, you, you I could know. give it to me if you wanted with that extra. But yeah, like, it's not, it's not a, a ton of money. What I think you're going to see with him is you're going to see he'll structure this in a way where he's able to have a low cap hit or relatively low, so that they can pay these other players. So I think where Jalen is smart, and I think where Jalen, his agent and Howie, will uh work together on this, I, I think that you'll see this structured in a way. Where he doesn't have to take a significant pay cut to keep talent. They'll just structure it so that his cap hits are manageable. Moving forward
2: here, Elliot, uh, this offseason and, and the players they have here, one, one of the things Howie said yesterday that was really kind of unique was that he didn't re sign players during the season because he didn't want to mess up the kind of the chemistry. What did you, What did you make of that? Because. Typically, when they want guys back here, we go through the last 20 years, but just recently, right? Like guys like, you know, yeah. Goddard, right? Just off the top of my head. They re-signed yeah. those players in the middle of the season, to, uh, Avante Maddox. They didn't this year.
1: What did you make of his answer? You're buying
2: that or, or maybe they don't really want to have some of these guys back?
1: Well, so one thing I think I've picked up in these last few days, and you know, this might not be breaking news, but I, I think you're going to see a major overhaul on this defense in terms of talent. Like seven or eight of their main players la- last year were free agents. I think a lot of them are going to be gone. I think when you look at Hargrave, Bradbury, Chauncey, Gardner, Johnson, I think maybe one of them is back, but I think realistically there's a chance all three are gone depending on Bradbury's market. Uh, I think Bradbury actually does have a chance to be back of the three i think there's this assumption he's definitely gone i think there's a chance he could be back but ultimately when you talk about why they didn't sign guys during the season i think it's because of the Jalen deal like they have to know where that is at before they can decide where to dic- where to like dictate that money and where to put it so i, I-, I don't really I-, I guess there's probably some truth to it but i think ultimately this was a financial decision on when to sign guy when to sign guys because they know they have to pay Jalen.
2: All right, Elliot. Last one for you. I'm sure you saw the story this morning. It's, it's probably going to pick up steam and, and and become a bigger thing as we head towards the draft. But Jalen Carter, uh, defensive yeah. tackle from Georgia. I mean, some mocks, you know, a couple weeks ago had him as the number one overall pick. He, um, I guess, there's an arrest warrant out for him. There was some, you know, obviously an incident about a month ago where there was a car accident. I'm not sure all the details, but but obviously there's something going on with him. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you make of of what you've seen of the story so far? And uh, I mean, this could be, become a big thing if, if he drops down the board and he's in the Eagles' range.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's an argument that he's the best player in the draft, regardless of position, right? I mean, I, I don't have to tell Hugh. Hugh knows from watching down in Georgia. Like, there's an argument he was the best player on that defense and maybe the best defense in college history. Like, he is an unbelievable talent, and he's at a position the Eagles value and at a position they need, right? In terms of interior defensive line, I'm sure he can probably move to the outside if he needs, but ultimately, they need a defensive lineman. So, Could he fall, right? Will this cause him to fall? I do think teams are going to do their homework on it. The Eagles are one of the best in the league. Their head of security, Dom, does a phenomenal job researching these things. So they'll have a good read on what happened. So this is a situation where the team that does the best homework and the team that's most prepared, they could take advantage of it. There could be teams in front of the Eagles that don't do a good job researching it and do get scared off by it. I don't think he'll fall to 10, but if he falls to like six and the quarterbacks go ahead of him, then I think you could really see the Eagles make a move up to get him.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting because he is a dynamic player. Elliot, we appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy uh, the rest of Stay in Indy, and uh, we'll we'll catch you soon. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. There he goes. Elliot Shore Parks out in
0: Indianapolis. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get